Hello and welcome to the Nerdiest Podcast, the show where nerds talk about nerdy things. On this episode, we're not only going to be rating the uh, MCU Phase 4 projects, but we're also going to be talking about what we've watched and uh, do you need to start over? No, we're fine. I think wow, I think we really need to, I think we like need that. to start over now. You said rating when it's ranking, so it. I mean, you got a good point. There's a now. Difference. Here's the question: Does this all just get left in? <laughs> uh, what an imperfect intro! Uh, Everyone thinks we're perfect. Hey but guys, we're really not. I just want to say, like, real life is not perfect. You don't no, always get in your intro right the first time. I'm just trying to be 100, keeping it hashtag real with you, which is the sponsor of today's episode, Real Fruits. They deliver food right to your house. No, I don't know what I'm saying. It's like a fake HelloFresh read, but it just like, it flowed naturally. I don't know. I mean, HelloFresh, if you want to you sponsor us. HelloFresh, how are you? I'll take it. Um, no, I'm going to leave that in there. I think, I think it, it'll, it'll be fun. It'll be welcome fun. Back. Talking about welcome it makes back. it too meta. Anyway, welcome, welcome back, back to the show. Um, we were supposed to have an episode out last week talking mm. all about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Um, but Apple decided to be a bully and um, not record our third guest's audio yeah. at all. And it was not salvageable. Well, um, it recorded so we four seconds, so you can't say Well, yeah, we got, we got four seconds of audio. It's not like we didn't get anything. We got four seconds of audio. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, for you video watchers, you might notice my video finally looks better than Jackson's. It's because I have a real camera now, and um, I have it linked up to my computer via the Elgato Cam, the Elgato link. Cam Insert link. shameless ad plug here, <laughs> even though we're not sponsored by Elgato. Uh, so... But but I do have all this plugged in, and my computer is just like um, American Airlines Flight seventy two zero one. We are clear for departure. Just you know, Ugh. taking off. But Man. aside from all that, we have, we have some I good said, stuff. In we'll the be works. I got. I, I, we'll be ranking. I'll figure it out. I'll figure the out Marvel movies today. Ranking Marvel movies um, from Phase Four. Ranking Marvel movies. We got some news. Mm. We got some uh, some main topics. We're going to talk a little bit about Doctor Strange since that episode didn't get to go out. Um, and then we'll be ranking the Marvel movies at the end. Hey, there we go. But before all of that, Jackson, how was your week? Been? It was how a really g- crazy week. Really weird, uh, cr- crazy, wacky, fun time. Um, I graduated high school this week, which, you know, p- people, thank you, thank you. It, it wasn't that hard, really. I, I don't understand why people. I mean, when you're homeschooled, graduating high school is not I that literally, uh, I was at your house when I, when my diploma came in the mail, and my, uh, oh, my mom right. sent me a picture, and I literally said, oh, look, I graduated. And so it was just kind of like, okay. Like, it's an accomplishment. Speaking of, by the way, um, we haven't recorded in a hot minute together because uh, two episodes ago we had AJ on for Sonic, yeah. and then the episode after that it was just me and Colin for anime. Yeah, Jackson yeah. came over. Uh, he came That's down to true. Florida, and we went to Disney for the weekend. Or not for the weekend, but one day we out of day. the weekend. Man, we went to Disney. What a and day it was, it was! It was dope. What a day it uh, was! I did a I did a video. I might post it on the podcast. Honestly, I'm too scared to post it on my own thing because. I don't know. I get self-conscious. But it's just like I don't know. We we did Hollywood Studios from like 8 a.m. to like 2 p.m. and then Epcot from like 2 to 5 and then Magic Kingdom from 5 to 10. So it was it was a full day. 2 to 5. 
uh, working Except eight to really ten. Eight <laughs> to ten. Man, you gotta so much longer. You gotta get. It's about drive. It's about power. We stay hungry. It's about a fourteen-hour day. <laughs> it's about a fourteen-hour day. I've learned that I'm at Disney for the food, and he is not. I left kind of hungry. It's fine. We're fine. You didn't need, I had food at the apartment. You could have eaten. Mom, we have you food. We have food. food at home. <laughs> Man, the food at home. The food at Disney is expensive, though. Dude, it's like fifteen dollars for like a burger or whatever. Here's a here's a life hack, though. Um, I got for for lunch slash dinner. I got um the kids chicken nugget or chicken tender meal. Two sides of fries, two chicken nuggets, and chicken strips. a small drink that you can refill as many times as you want for eight fifty. It was a filling meal connections, for me, connections and I wasn't cafe. spending three ninety nine on a drink. Yeah, uh, I will take the small cup for free in addition to the rest of the meal. Come on, so that's connections my cafe is really out. good at Epcot. Highly recommend. It is highly recommend. Also, Coffee Time is back now. That's my other podcast. Um, it's, we're, it's pretty chill. We're back now. We're, I think, at episode 25. Um, had to take a little bit this of a break. This is episode 68. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, it's because there's actual drive to edit this podcast. So, check me. <laughs> You're but... not wrong. When do I start getting paid? <laughs> yeah. Um, I just, I also wanted to come on here and say that now that I have a high school diploma, my rates have gone up. Every podcast we record will cost you about $800. And that's just, that's just me. I don't value myself that That's just me valuing myself as an artist. And I'm sorry, but it's what I have to do. So what you're saying is when I graduate college in two months, (laughs) um, I can come on coffee time and charge you $1,600 because I have a college bachelor's degree. I mean, and you only have a high school diploma, which is <laughs> twice as much work. I mean, not really. Bachelors. It's not like it's a master's. <laughs> you you could maybe charge. Well, now like if a I do grand. a master's, then I get to charge you thirty two hundred. <laughs> it just keeps going up. Would you goes get? Up, would you doubles. get a master's just because I feel like if no. I had a master's, I would just flex. Like the only reason to have a master's I mean, is to flex. <laughs> Here's the thing. Realistically speaking, I thought about going back to school mm-hmm. um, to get my master's. Because getting my bachelor's in film. Um, and I thought about going back to get the to get like a master's in film or creative writing mm-hmm. or something. Um, but first of all, don't have another 80 grand yeah. <laughs> just lying around. Uh, oh, I think I have, college is I think expensive. I have some over here. And second of all, I'm kind of of the mindset where if you just go out and work in the film industry yeah. and even just work in general, you don't need that master's. Your experience will trump what you would yeah. learn in the master's. Now, there's some jobs. So it's kind of like. Some jobs you need a master's. Like uh, my dad is a professor and he's getting a master's just so he could. Because that's the only way he could ever get a raise is if he had a master's. So like that's kind of interesting. But. I don't know. I'm not. I I just graduated high school, so I don't. I don't know. I don't Good know. Job. Why you listen to me? Yeah, Why it's really funny when people. It's weird because everyone's like, "Congratulations, you graduated." When I'm just kind of like, "Oh yeah, I graduated." 
Like, it sounds bad, and I'm proud of myself, and I love all the graduation stuff, but I'm just like, oh, it's just kind of like, it's not like I chose to go to high school. Like, it's mm-hmm. not like graduating college where you have to, like, intentionally choose to go. I was just, you just kind of grow up in high school, and it's like... Right. So, not to say that graduating high school isn't impressive, but, like, I'm, I don't really care. <laughs> yeah. No, I understand So. That. How is I'm sorry I'm rambling. How is your week? Oh my gosh, I'm so. Um, rude. It's been stressful. <laughs> We've had class from nine to five every single day of this week. Dolly Parton. Um, so that's lovely. Um, nine to five. But also, I had a mildly like, not I don't want to say PTSD, but like, and I don't want to use the word traumatic either. It was a triggering <laughs> experience the other day. I was a. Uh, I was coming out, I think it was at Walgreens or something. I was backing out, uh, and I had checked all my mirrors and everything, and I was backing out, and as I'm backing out, all of a sudden, I, like, glance up in my rear view and see this car, and the cars just hit. Like, they just bumped together. And in my head, I was like, oh, great. Here we go again. The car hasn't even been fully fixed for, like, two months. They bumped your car? Already going to have to take it back and get it fixed. It was your car? Oh, wait, I haven't told you this story yet. I could have sworn I told you this the other day. No, we literally played Monopoly for, like, four hours last night, and you never brought this up. So, yeah, I was backing out. Like, if this is my car and this is the other car, we were both backing straight out at the same time. We just hit, Mm -hmm. just bumped into each other. So then I, like, pulled forward, and she pulled forward, and we got out. And I was like, oh, please don't be broken. Please be broken. Get out, turn around. Car's completely fine. Uh. And I was like... Thank God. Thank the Lord. Thank <laughs> Jesus. Um, so that was mildly uh, triggering. Like, yeah. Because I get, I get slightly triggered at car accidents now. Even in movies, yeah. it's a little weird. It's like, um, which is something that'll kind of – it'll pass eventually as, like, more yeah. time goes on from when the actual accident happened. Um, but, yeah. Uh, so that was fun. Um, thankfully, you know – we're both we were both fine neither of our cars were damaged mine's been fine all week um so other than that nothing really my birthday was last week i'm 20 years old now that's kind of crazy one more year till i can legally drink alcohol Uh, (laughs) he really likes to flex that guardians of the galaxy 3 is coming out on his 21st birthday uh, excuse me guardians of the galaxy 2 came out on my 15th birthday and Guardians of the Galaxy 3 comes out on my 21st birthday. I like to believe that James Gunn is giving me the ultimate birthday Unless present. it and gets James Gunn delayed. and Chris Pratt. Don't say that. <laughs> Don't say that. I, uh, no. Another cool thing I picked up yesterday, I found at Target, they had the Jurassic Park collection. Five movies. The three Jurassic Parks and two of the Jurassic World movies. Blu-ray. $30. Five movies. $30. Blu-ray. $30. Or silly what? goose, you could buy them all for fifteen ninety nine each on any streaming. That's service. true. Not that I, not that I believe in buying digital movies because everyone's like, oh, digital is so much better. You know, digital games, you don't have to swap out the cartridges. And I'm like, yeah, that's all fine and dandy till Nintendo shuts down the eShop servers and you can't re-download your digital games and you lost them forever. Hmm. <laughs> now, how's that? Yeah. How That's do you why like I buy them all apples? physical? <laughs> I don't trust. I've never, never in my life have I ever trusted uh, d- 
digital storefronts. Like, I bought Weathering with you on the Xbox because I was too impatient and I wanted to watch it again. As soon as I saw it on DVD, bought it. That's don't, hilarious. Don't trust those uh, digital storefronts. Also, it's nice to have physical stuff that I, you can you have, think like a movie shelf you or a manga shelf You jokers have fun trying whatever. to find Taylor Swift's lover when it gets taken off the iTunes and the Spotify. Yeah, so got him. I got have it. it on vinyl. They can't take that say, away from me. <laughs> the only The only medium... Or the only like media content I do, like, uh, f- f- yeah, full digital with is music, um, because it's just too much work to carry around. Like movies is one yeah. thing because you're gonna sit down and watch that movie, but carrying around a bunch of CDs so you can oh. listen to one song yeah. on that CD, that's too and much work. Just I'll the, take Spotify any day. And the quality of music, like streaming versus like you get the lossless audio on Apple Music or Spotify versus, like, putting in a Carrie Underwood CD. I say Carrie Underwood because that's the only thing that I ever had CDs for was, like, the band Perry and, like, Carrie Underwood. And so you just... Mm -hmm. And then you have to listen to the album. And, like, so if you want a playlist, it just doesn't... So, like, physical media, yes, but also don't feel bad for watching a show on Netflix or listening on Spotify because, like, what else are you going to (laughs) do? Right. I'm fine with streaming stuff. Yeah. But I'm not going to purchase yeah. digital content unless I absolutely have to. Speaking or of purchasing. it's convenient, which here's a here's a nice Speaking segue into something else I've been doing content. this week. Uh, no, I'm transitioning to something completely different. Oh. That's my next transition. Give me two seconds. Uh, transitioning into the next thing I've been doing this week is um, I got Switch Sports while Jackson was here. We played it uh, release day. I got that digital. One, because it was $40 for digital. Um, and two, because it's one of those games I don't want to get up and change the cartridge every time I want to play it. Uh, That's ironic. Because let's be real, we're all a little lazy. Um, and if I go from playing Smash Bros. with my friends to playing Switch Sports, I don't want to you know, have to get up and go change the cartridge for us to play Switch Sports for 10 minutes and then go back to Smash Bros. And like, it's just It was just easier to buy it digitally. Plus, I had a bunch of gift cards and points and stuff that I could use on the digital store. So... Anyway, now speaking of purchasing with all of that content. out of the way, <laughs> speaking of purchasing content, uh, we have a very special announcement on this episode of the podcast. It's very exciting, um, and I'm announcing this assuming that nothing goes wrong yeah. between now and two days from now. Um, so we'd mentioned it before. We'd uh, we'd talked about doing something of this sort, and you know what? We finally did it. Ladies and gentlemen, I am happy to announce that there is officially podcast merch. Yes, that's right. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. We have merch. You might be thinking, what kind of merch is it? Hats? Shirts? Shoes? Masks? Wrong. No, we're not cool enough for any of that yet. Um, We're actually selling you custom calendars where we have taken pictures of all your favorite media and put them in a calendar. Just kidding. We're actually selling uh, stickers. We're doing stickers because that was kind of the... It's the easy way to test mm-hmm. the waters with merch, and it's not like you're asking someone to commit $25 for a shirt that they're going to wear once. Yeah. Uh, and it's also making shirts are kind of expensive because you have to order them in bulk and then expect to sell all of them. Yeah. Whereas with the stickers, I have a friend who I went to high school with. Her name is Hannah. Uh, she was actually our third guest for the Doctor Strange episode that got cut, uh, which was unfortunate. Yeah. Um, She'll come back. But she has a sticker store on Etsy, so we are partnering with her because she knows how to make the stickers and ship them out and all that. Um, 
so we're partnering with her to make these stickers. So the three designs, we have three designs that you can buy. Um, one of them is the main logo that uh, is the show logo. And then we have just the text logo. Um, and then we have our hype responsibly sticker because as it, we'll probably get into it with Doctor Strange, but hype responsibly game. Hype responsibly. Uh, so put it on your mirror as yeah, a little those reminder. Three, if you need it. Exactly. Like put, give it to a friend that hyped up No Way Home for you. And yep. just put it, yeah. give it to give it to the entirety of MCU Twitter for No Way Home. Yeah, there you go. So yeah, those are out now. You can check them out. Uh, Hannah's Etsy store will be linked in the description. They should. I think they're all three dollars a piece. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the agreed upon price. Um, and you know, yeah. <laughs> if you get the stickers, you're supporting the podcast and you're supporting Hannah's small business on Etsy. So it's a win win. Uh, you get cool podcast merch. We get support. Hannah gets support. It's a win all around. They're very inexpensive. And, you know, if you want to check them out, go for it. It's great. We'd really appreciate it. Um, I wish I had some to show on this episode. Yeah. I ordered them ahead of time, but I don't have them <laughs> because the U.S. Postal Service is very slow. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I'm really excited about it. Um, I'm sure we'll post on Instagram, if yeah. not Monday, then sometime next week. Um, but, yeah. Go to the link in the description. It's not just a Spotify thing. Mm-hmm. It's on all the platforms. You can head to the link in the description. Check out those stickers. And, uh, yeah, if you get them, show us on Instagram. Tag us Tag in us. posts. Come show on. us that you got the stickers. I want to see them stickers. Where are you putting them? Your computer, your car, water bottle, mirror to remember Forehead, to hype responsibly. Tattoo. I mean, show, us where, show us where you're putting those stickers. And, if and we, let us know. If we sell 50... 50 stickers. I will get the nerdiest podcast tattooed on my bicep right here. 50 stickers. <laughs> Sell I those mean, stickers. We didn't we didn't talk about that, but if that's what you want, <laughs> if that's your way to get the 50. audience to buy, then yeah. If this video gets um, 3 likes. <laughs> also, I do want I do want to say this for full uh transparency here because I know some people are kind of hesitant to financially support mm-hmm. Um, podcasts and stuff. Any and all funds we get from the stickers go right back into making the show better. Whether mm-hmm. that's we need to pay to renew the website domain, we need to get a new domain, Jackson needs to get the cam link so he can hook up his camera. That's where all of those funds go to. They go straight back into making this show a better show for all of you to enjoy. Um, and we thought stickers would be the best way mm-hmm. to kind of start doing that because I don't want to just do like a subscription thing or a Patreon thing. Cause then it's just you guys throwing money at a void and hoping that we make something. Whereas if you get a sticker, you know, we get your financial support, but you also, you know, get a cool sticker out of it. So also stickers uh, are dope. I'm just going to say it. I have a yeah. huge collection of stickers also, over there that I'm waiting to put this on. This sticker is outdated. really outdated. <laughs> outdated. So I need a new one. Yeah. So exactly. And so, stickers are so, they were so cheap that it was just a really easy thing to be like, Hey, you got three dollars come on down because like you said exactly shirts, are, not, shirts like, are expensive i don't want people i don't want people to feel obligated to buy like a 30 dollar t-shirt um i also want to say i feel like we could have extended the bit of what the march the merch was a little longer so i'm gonna say the a couple more ideas i had for future merch which is hats uh stuffed animals of us and the nerdiest podcast Lego set, just a just a concept. Uh, we will be printing every episode on vinyl from now on. And the nerdiest podcast uh, picture book, 
where it like tells it like, teaches kids how to start a podcast with the sponsor of today's episode, Anchor.fm. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Can I put? I'm gonna put the Anchor ad right here. <laughs> there's my there's my brief pause for the Anchor ad. All right, so I can put it there. What a great transition! A great Thank transition. you for transitioning Absolutely. into that ad. Two ads back to back. Maybe maybe I won't put it there. Maybe I won't put it there just for the sake of not putting two ads back to back. I don't know. We'll see how I feel in editing. I don't know. We'll see. No, we'll see. We'll see how I feel. So the news. But yes, right? with all that out of the way, now we go on to the news, which we're going to kind of blaze through because mm-hmm. there's not a ton of news here. Um, but news this week, the Ahsoka series is starting filming, which I'm obviously very conflicted about as a person because Ahsoka is my favorite character. Didn't really care for her in the live action of The Mandalorian. Um so I'm interested to see how this goes. I know Dave Filoni is working on it, and I, I, <laughs> I trust Dave Filoni, but I don't trust the live action show. That's all I'm gonna say. That's I, fair. Mm, I respect mm. it. I, I don't know how connected to Star Wars do we know it's gonna be? Because as someone who didn't grow up with the Clone Wars, I'm wondering if this is something I'm gonna care about. Loser. <laughs> um. <laughs> So, from wow. all we're speculating, they haven't really said much about the show itself, to my knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, the speculation is it will be Ahsoka and Sabine from Rebels trying to figure out what happened to Ezra at the mm-hmm. end of Rebels. Because uh, at the end of Rebels, he just kind of did a Force thing with Force Whales, and then him and Thrawn disappeared. Um, and as you... If you know, in Mando season two, she was kind of in that town. Like, where's Grand Admiral Thrawn? Like, mm-hmm. she's looking for Thrawn because she's looking for Ezra. So, I'm assuming the series is going to be a continuation of that. In where is Ahsoka now? Where is Ezra? How is their search for him going? Okay. Um. So, so probably not. <laughs> it'll be interesting. In other Star Wars news, I don't know if you saw, but Andor got a season two. Is in pre-production. Really? And we haven't even gotten a trailer or anything for season one. And I'm like, you have to be awfully confident about this show to give us a second season before you've gotten any audience reviews. So I have a theory about that. I think that probably means season one ends on a cliffhanger. That probably means, like, the story required two seasons. For better or worse, I have high hopes. I liked Andor in, um... Rogue One, but also I think they kind of have a history of giving too much to characters we don't care about, hint, hint, Ray Skywalker, and so it's just kind of like, do we need an Andor series? Like, I'd rather, there's other things I'd rather have, um, but also, the last time they tried to give a series to a character that we cared about, Boba Fett, it was bad, so I don't, I'm conflicted. I really need Kenobi to be good because um, I feel like they need some redemption from the fans because we didn't we didn't we did not like um, Book of Boba Fett. No one really did. Here's the thing: if Kenobi is not good, we're done. All of this goodwill they've built up with Mando and Visions and all and the Clone Wars gone, gone out the window, gone. Now that also is on the Star Wars fans to hype responsibly and not put a bajillion expectations like oh my gosh obi-wan's gonna fight darth maul no he's not he's not (laughs) don't no 
The, yeah. the, the literally the people who wrote the show said he was going to be in it, but then we wrote him out because it didn't make sense. Good call. I'm saying <laughs> it, Kenobi is about Obi Wan's journey between Episode three and four, and that has more to do with his relationship with Anakin slash Darth Vader, which is amazing. Not Darth Maul. I'm if you so want to see Obi Wan fight Darth Maul again? Go watch Star Wars Rebels. It's in there, and it is one of the most elegantly well put together fights. And if you listen to, I think it was it was either Sam Witwer, uh, who voiced Darth Maul, or um, Dave Filoni talk about the way they composed that scene. Beautiful. So, if that's what you want, go watch Rebels. Don't yeah. hearken on the Kenobi series to do that. So, with the Star Wars news out of the way, let's talk about one of the most mediocre film franchises on the planet. Okay, oh, on. you thought okay, I was going to talk on. about Dune? Okay, hold no, on. sorry. Okay, you're so mean. <laughs> How am I mean? I agree, but you're mean. <laughs> so, recently, no. the trailer for avatar like the shape of water came or whatever whatever the heck it's called I'm in love with the shape of you <laughs> we put you home, like, so we like magnet. A magnet. um avatar 2 that's what i'm gonna call it i know it's not the shape of water i don't know what it's called it, i think it's the way the of way water of the water thing um trailer dropped it looks great i think this is gonna be one of those movies that you go to see just because it will look gorgeous Story-wise, couldn't tell you. I have no idea what they're going to do. Um, I have not seen the original Avatar, which some people don't... Some people would be like, you're not missing much. Other people think that's a cardinal sin of you're movies. You're really not. <laughs> I just think it's weird that we don't really know a lot of... No one really knows a lot about Avatar. Like, it's not very mainstream when it's the highest grossing movie of all time. But also, right. to be fair... It's not the highest grossing movie of all time because it was re-released like two years ago to beat Endgame, which is not exactly. fair. Exactly. Which fair. is kind of stupid, by the way. Whose idea was that? They were like, oh no, someone's threatening the record holder. Let's put the record holder out to make more money. That's not fair. Huh? That's not fair. Also, they're re-releasing it. They're re-releasing it again this year. Yeah. In September. Which... And I'm like, what the heck? I mean, I don't know. Why? I think... I think... I'm just, I'm confused because we're putting so much effort and money into Avatar, which I understand. You don't make the highest grossing movie of all time without making seven more. But I'm also thinking, where was this effort with Star Wars? Like, wh why was, like, I don't understand. I feel like Star Wars is more mainstream and we're not, we put very little effort into that sequel trilogy where Avatar is having seven movies and we're carefully crafting them over like 14 years to make sure that they're perfect when it's like, but maybe this is great. Maybe this is a good move and we can say, hey, let's not just make movies as fast as we can anymore. Who knows? So. I think part of the problem with Avatar is... Disney is trying to make it a good investment yeah. because when they bought, well, no, uh, they built Avatar Land before they bought Fox, before they fully owned it. So they had the park rights to Avatar and then they bought Fox and now they have the movie rights. So it's kind of like they need to make it a worthwhile investment to build mm -hmm. an entire land of Animal Kingdom. Like, with, with Galaxy's Edge, all of that was already there. All the Star Wars lore was already there. 
you know, you got the millions of Star Wars fans who are going to flock and come buy the merch and, you know, yeah. do the rides and all that stuff. It's already there. Whereas with Pandora, that's not necessarily the case because with Galaxy's Edge, you're building a land based on nine movies, five shows, like all this stuff, whereas Avatar is literally one movie. So in order for that land to be self-sustaining for longer, for a longer period of time, you have to have four more movies and a video game and probably a show down the line on Disney Plus. Like you have to have all these things to build up and make that a worthwhile investment. Otherwise, it'll just be. Remember that time Disney built Pandora and then yeah. had to demolish it because Avatar didn't do good. Well, like, here's. I'd also like to make the case that. I did Flight of Passage when I last time I went to Disney World before it's complicated. I went I've done Flight of Passage even though I haven't seen Avatar and I loved it. That is like I feel like that is objectively the best ride at Disney World as a whole. Flight of Passage is incredible. False. Objectively. False. Objectively. So Obje- whoa 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 whoa. You think Flight of Passive Passage is objectively better than Rise of the Resistance? Yes. I think Flight of Passage is more immersive than Rise of the Resistance. Excuse me. Say that again? Flight of Passage is more immersive than Rise of the Resistance. Do you want to know why? Because I'm not surrounded by a bunch of sweaty Florida people carrying Disney bags. That's my case. That's my case. I feel like that's not a fair comparison. I feel like that's just what I think. Flight of Passage is amazing. Um, But I'm not... All right. So I also... I think that, like, because those rides are so popular that, like, they can be disconnected from Avatar, the franchise, and the franchise, and not... And be okay... I also think, like, maybe this is the next big thing for them. Maybe, like, you'll have Star Wars, Marvel, Avatar. Who's to say? I don't know. I feel like when I watched that trailer, the only thing I said in the theater when I saw that trailer was, congratulations, James Cameron, you've invented better CGI. (laughs) Like, that is all I took away from that trailer. Because 90% of it, you can say, like, oh... They're shooting in natural environment. No, they're not. 90% of that movie, just like all the movies we watch today, are CGI. 90% of that movie is CGI. Which is impressive in its own right. Because of the way that... But at what point... Because of the way it's overdone, when you see good CGI, it's even more impressive. If a movie... Here's a a question. Okay. If a movie is 90% CGI, does does that make it an animated movie? Because the li- the quote unquote live action Lion King that is all CGI is not considered live action. It's listed with animated movies, even though it's not animation in the traditional sense of what we consider as animation. It is listed as animation. So if a movie is ninety percent CGI and ten percent live action, does that make it an animated movie? So I was gonna make the case if you don't do any real filming, then it's not. If you do any real filming, then it's live action, which that was going to be my case. But then I thought about the Polar Express. That was all motion capture, but that's considered an animated movie. And I think it solely just depends on your, the style because yes, 
Avatar will be like 90% CGI. Well, not 90. That's a, that's a high. That's pretty high. Oh, no. But there's hyperbolic yeah, for the sake of the joke. There's real... There's enough real people in it that I think you could... You consider it live action. Right. So... It'll still be considered live action, but there will be a ton of CGI. Yeah. And here's the thing. Here's what I'll say about Avatar. I really hope the second movie is less preachy than the first one. Mm. Because my problems with the first Avatar is, one, it is way too long. It feels way too long. So hopefully this one is not as long. And two... It is very, very preachy in, we need to protect the environment, you know, we need to make sure that nothing ever hurts the environment. That's fine. Like, yes, let's protect the environment. I'm not disagreeing with you on that. But when it sounds like an overtly, like, politicized message is when I'm taken out of it being a film and it just being a political ad campaign for environmentalism. Like, I mean, you can have a movie that has those same values and the message that you want to get across it just doesn't need to be so overt Mm -hmm. so i'm hoping the second avatar is not like that and it's more like whatever message because avatar seems to have always been rooted in like protecting the environment nature is like that whole thing which is fine i just hope they dial back how overtly politicized Mm -hmm. it felt in the first movie if they can do that i'll go in and see avatar is two hours and 42 minutes long that's a long movie so (laughs) Uh, moving on. No, 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 no. That two hours and 42 minutes is nothing on the masterpiece of James Cameron's Titanic, which is like three yeah. and a half hours long. I, I've never seen Titanic. I don't have a desire to I'm going to get you to sit down and watch Titanic one day. It was really good. Genuinely uh, banger. We'll see. Great movie. We'll see. So, Doctor Strange <laughs> just hit so, $500 million. James Cameron's other movie. Just kidding. <laughs> if only. Doctor Strange just hit $500 million at the box office worldwide. And a lot of the reviews are saying, like, Rotten Tomatoes' audience score is, like, 87 right now. And that this confuses me. Because I'm not confused about the, the box office. Marvel movies... Marvel can make the crappiest movie they've ever made, and it'll make hundreds of millions of dollars. Exactly. This is what Martin Scorsese was trying to warn us about, but we were just like, stupid old man, Ant-Man and the Wasp is a cinematic masterpiece. But, so... Okay, Boomer. Gosh. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But we just, we twisted the narrative on him, and I kind of feel bad. So I'm like, sorry, Martin. But, um... He's probably... I mean, listen, Martin, Cors- Martin Scorsese is kind of an idiot. Which, you know what? I will say that in front of my film friends. Because they're like, Martin Scorsese is the greatest of all time. And I'm like, okay, first of all, shut up. That's not true. I will admit, maybe he is a great director. Never seen a Martin Scorsese film. Never. And I've seen one Quentin Tarantino film, and it was filled with feet, and it was pretty boring. So that sets a pretty bad precedent for Quentin Tarantino. But you have to move on at some point from all these old school directors. Like, I get it. They did these, like... They did these great changing things like The Godfather, mm-hmm. Jaws. All, and this is – this. Mm, the, here's my hot take for the week. <laughs> Film schools, stop preaching at me to watch old movies and shaming me when I haven't seen them. I can't tell you how many dirty looks or how many like, oh, my gosh, you haven't seen The Godfather I've gotten in film school. They're like, wait, you haven't seen the newest A24 film? Why are you even in film school? 
you're going to see Sonic 2 again and you haven't watched The Lighthouse by A24? You haven't watched everything everywhere all the way? You didn't like The Green Knight? You don't like A24? Why are you in film school? And I'm like, because I want to make cool movies like Sonic the Hedgehog 2. <laughs> or Weathering with You. Like, what do you want The aggression me? of, because I want to make cool <laughs> movies like Sonic the Hedgehog 2. <laughs> I think. And I'm like, okay. So this is. Respect on everyone who likes A24 films. There's nothing wrong with liking A24 films. I actually want to go see everything everywhere all at once. Yeah, me too. But we need to stop shaming and criticizing people for not having this cinephile mm-hmm. film taste. I think. And it's like, just let it go. This is a really interesting go. concept to me about being. The desire to be different and the desire to be cool is higher than a desire for quality so mm-hmm. being so hipster being so like indie that's why you get these like cinephiles that will defend the worst indie movie you've ever seen to a T. they're like oh my gosh it's because so it's good you cannot movie. you cannot like it, it's not like any of that nonsense marvel cgi garbage that you watch it's all green screen by the way where it's like i'm sorry like i'm glad you do you actually find enjoyment in that four hour film that was in all french and black and white and like or do you actually enjoy that or do you just want to be cool that's my question no i i totally agree and you know this is kind of going off Mm -hmm. dr strange and we still have to get to the ratings but this is a good conversation Mm -hmm. so it's okay the like in the last two years while i've been in school there's this like overwhelming guilt yeah and shame in a sense when I sit down to watch, like, I wanted to go see the bad guys, yeah. right? There's this, like, guilt and shame from the film community that's like, you're going to see an animated movie for kids? You need to go see everything everywhere all at once. Mm-hmm. Or you need to watch this A24 film, like I was saying earlier. And it's like, I never felt, until, like, recently, I never felt like I could watch the movies I want to watch. Like, mm-hmm. there's this list of movies that you have to have seen as a film student, otherwise you're not a film student. Yeah. And it's like... Or, or we can acknowledge that this list of movies that you should have seen as a film student are good movies. We can all agree on that, even if I haven't seen them. I'm not going to sit here and say The Godfather isn't a classic. I'm not going to sit here and say Jaws isn't a classic. But I haven't seen those movies. Will I get to them eventually? Yeah, totally. I will eventually watch both of those movies. But right now, I really want to go watch a trashy anime movie about a guy with a sword cutting off demons' heads. Like, that's what I want to watch. And there needs to be this distinction between what you want to watch and what you can acknowledge that you do want to watch at some point. Mm -hmm. There is a difference in those two things. And it's okay to not watch all of the film school films. I'm graduating in two months and haven't seen all the film school films. And I'm going to go work in the film industry. It's okay. Nobody's going to kill you. I think. Okay. It's It's okay. There needs to be a distinction between enjoyment and respect. I never, I have not seen Joaquin Phoenix's Joker movie because I feel like that, like watching that movie probably wouldn't be good for me. I would probably absorb all that emotion. It'd make me very, like, it would just make me feel bad to watch that movie. If you enjoy that movie, that's great. 
And I respect that movie as a movie, but I not I don't want to go see it. And I think if if we kind of approached our opinions more like that, where like I respect these classic movies, even if I don't like them, I respect mm-hmm. what Martin Scorsese has done for film, even if I don't like some of his movies, or even if I don't think he's always right in what he says. And you also, right. we need to get to a point where directors, celebrities, actors, producers, whatever, we don't have to agree with everything they say. I I love Inside by Bo Burnham. I don't agree with a lot of the things he says, but I love the art that he created for Inside. I don't right. agree with a lot of the things he says in Inside. I think it's amazing. Like, I still respect it as a piece of art. So it's just kind of like this this gatekeepy film culture is not sustainable. And that's why there is so much. Oh, my God. There's so much gatekeeping in the film in the film world. And that's why shows like the Oscars are just going downhill. So because if they don't put in the coolest, hippest A24 film, then they get criticized. Then the film, then the film bros are like, yeah. how dare you forget the lighthouse yeah. from a 24. Does anyone else think the lighthouse would have happened differently if they had a Nintendo switch? I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I've never seen it. I haven't either. I've so... saw, I stole that from Twitter. So, um, that was a really good rant, but Dr. Strange, <laughs> that was that made was a 500 good, million uh, dollars worldwide. That was a good amidst. That was a great rabbit trail though. I'm really glad we got to talk about that. So Dr. Strange has made almost, it's made half a billion dollars amidst probably some of the most divi- Like, I don't even think there were this divisive of opinions with no way home. No, like, obviously I didn't like it, but I, I think I was in the minority. Yeah, you really were for that in a very, very little minority too. Like it wasn't like me and seven other people. It was like me and maybe like the ball of length yeah. in the corner <laughs> over there. Uh, whereas Dr. Strange is like, no, this is pretty... Like, it's a debate. It's a debate. We don't know how we feel about this movie. Which is weird. I because, didn't like... I mean... Which is weird because I don't know how I feel about it. Part of me wants to love it. Part of me wants to hate it. So I understand. There's there's the Marvel... Um, what, what, how do I put it? There's the Marvel like side of me and the Marvel apologist that's like, you have to like it because it's a Marvel mm-hmm. movie. And I'm like... And I had that mindset up until I saw No Way Home. Well, that's more of because, the because with Eternals, film people. <laughs> because with Eternals, right? Like everyone disliked Eternals. That was the thing. Like b- yeah. before, it was like if everyone disliked a Marvel movie, then it was okay to dislike that movie. You know, everyone's like, "Oh, we dislike Age of Ultron." I think Age of Ultron is fine. I'm not going to fight anyone yeah. on that though. Eternals. Everyone disliked Eternals. Okay, cool. I dislike Eternals. Yeah. I mean, Eternals wasn't great, and I still dislike it, but that that's me. It's fine. But then No Way Home came out, and everyone was like, this is the greatest Marvel movie ever. And I was finally at a point where I was like, no, it's not. If you think... There's this guy on Twitter who was like, No Way Home is better than Infinity War and Endgame. And I'm like, excuse so me. here's my thing. Do you need to go to the doctor? Here's my thing. Hold on. Whoa! I, I this is sorry, this is coming from someone that loves No Way Home. I saw it three times in theaters. I own the Blu-ray. I love that movie. If y'all don't shut up about that movie, I'm gonna not love it. Okay, give No Way Home a rest. She is tired. 
go to let her let no way home go to sleep stop asking the actors if they're coming back for good stop asking producers what's next for tom holland stop stop talking breaking down every little scene and asking why it's perfect because i don't care i think it's a great movie i think it was a lot of fun of course i did stop talking about it because i'm tired of it (laughs) yeah honestly though honestly that was just so it's just then we get to dr strange yeah and with Doctor Strange, obviously, super hyped for it, because Wanda was in it. My girl uh, Wanda's bad. And that was like, which, honestly, I'm going to be real with you, if Wanda was not in this movie, I would not have seen it day one. Mm. It would have been an opening weekend movie, not an opening night movie. So, with Doctor Strange, I was like, okay, I really want to like this movie. I really do. I kept my expectations low. I hype responsibly. Didn't really watch any of the trailers because of that. Still went in and came out, and I was like, yeah, not great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I made a whole two-part TikTok series, or TikTok videos, which one of them exploded beyond my wildest dreams. <laughs> um, that Wanda is not the villain of the movie. She's the protagonist, because she's the only one with a clear goal. She's the only one with a character arc, like, all this stuff. And the crazy thing is, I'd say the comments are pretty split. Yeah. Between whether or not you agree with me or you disagree with me. I'd say it's probably a 60-40 split with agreement and disagreement. 60% agreeing because some people point out like, yeah, she just wanted to be happy. And, you know, Doctor Strange uh, was totally willing to let Tom Holland die in Infinity War to protect the Time Stone. Like, he's not adverse to children dying for the (laughs) sake of the greater good. Like... This is not, and everything you know, Doctor Strange uh, does in the movie is hypocritical of what he tells Wanda not to do. Like he does all the, you know, the dream walking and using the dark hole and like jumping between realities, like all this stuff. But yet Wanda's the villain, and that was my whole point. And you know, most people agreed with me, and I think that is indicative of the film overall because people don't know where this movie stands because obviously Wanda has been the protagonist up until this point but even then is she really the villain per se or is she just kind of a misguided protagonist which is where i'm at and also if wanda stays dead this movie goes down from a four to a three uh let me tell you it's it will go down in rating if wanda she's not dead dead, though telling you that right now marvel has never killed anyone for good well with the multiverse there is no there is no death state. So here's my... You think John Krasinski as Reed Richards is dead? No. Oh, yeah. So spoilers He'll for Multiverse of Madness. He'll come back in a different universe. <laughs> so spoilers uh, for Multiverse of Madness. I mean, you know, at this point... At this point. At so, this point, it's been a week and a half. So, so this is my... This is my biggest problem with Multiverse of Madness. It was hyped up to be... It's the Multiverse of Madness. And then we go to about two of these infinite realities we talk about. We have a really cool scene. And none of them felt mad, no, by the no, way. No, no, no. There was n- not enough, not too much madness, not enough multiverse. But the... I feel like Marvel either needs to shape up or ship out with the multiverse. Because we have opened the multiverse 18 different times. We have... it's We opened the multiverse in Loki. We have opened the multiverse in No Way Home. We've opened the... Like, it's just like... We either need to start connecting the dots or we need to stop. Like, we, because it's been a year since, almost a year since Loki released when they first started 
talking about this multiverse thing. And there's still, it's still just like a ton of dots on a plane. None of them are connecting yet. So we either need to, which, and I think Multiverse of Madness could have been redeemed for me if they brought in some of the Loki time stuff. If they connected it, like, all together, all of a sudden, everything was connected, that would have been incredible. But, I like, for the first time in a very long time, I feel like Marvel doesn't have a clear direction of where they're going. Because it's just eight eight different points where the multiverse was opened and it's supposed to be a big deal. But I'm like, yeah, start connect. They either need to start connecting them or move on. Cause like this isn't working. Yeah. And I think, which someone, someone pointed that out on Twitter. They were like, well, nothing's really connected. And someone replied and they were like, well, things weren't connected for the infinity saga until Avengers. And I'm like, Okay, that's a fair point, but there was no pre-built expectation of a connected universe yeah. until Avengers. There was no, well, this project ties into this project, ties into this project, and they all tie together via this until Avengers. Yeah. And then after that, we expected, we tried, there were theories out the wazoo on how Age of Ultron connects to Iron Man 1, connects to... Thor the Dark World connects to Ant-Man connects to like all these other movies and that's how the that's how it was after Avengers. Yeah. Now in a post Endgame world that is a expectation of the get-go. I don't want to sit through another 5 6 7 movies before you tell me how this all connects. We've yeah. we've done that song and dance before and you can't do it again otherwise this isn't going to work. Yeah. And another thing which this is a great transition into the next um kind of topic as we move in closer to the the rating list are we still doing that we're short on time uh, short on time the last episode was an hour and a half Ah, long and people still watch it it's okay (laughs) um here's the thing marvel burnout is really attributing to people not liking these movies and i don't think that's getting through no because they're still making money they're still getting somewhat positive reviews but Positive if I enough. like, I'm so, I'm so burned out on Marvel. I didn't watch Moon Knight yet. Yeah, I haven't watched Moon Knight, and you know, I wasn't. I'm not really feeling Doctor Strange. And what I'm the... looking forward to Thor. Yeah, but that's because it's Taika Waititi and the Guardians are there. Yeah, like I think, and obviously, you know, Thor is going to be good. Of course, oh. it's going to be good. Come on, Taika Waititi can't do no wrong. Well, no, that's what we were Come saying on. about Doctor Strange. We were like, Sam Raimi can't can't disappoint us. Doctor Strange will be good. And now look where we're at. So the quality of this movie was what is usually what's reserved for like single character. Like, oh, this is how we introduce fill in the blank. When this should have been like this. This is like the Doctor Strange No Way Home. And it just wasn't there. I did see three variants of Doctor Strange in this movie. You're right. I just, I just, I just, Doctor Strange has been, is the exact same person he was in his first movie. He has no character arc. And so I feel very, my biggest problem, or a big problem I had was like, the Doctor Strange scenes in this movie were boring to me. I was way more interested in Wanda or America Chavez, whoever she may be. Still don't really know, by the way. The, yeah, I was way no, more interested in no what they were No development for America, by the way. Literally just sat there and screamed for two yeah. and a half hours for Doctor Strange. And it's like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, 
where, where you introduce this new, you know, female character who can, whose power, by the way, is to literally jump across the multiverse. That's dope, right? <laughs> Which is a dope power and very overpowered, but it's like, and you don't delve into her character aside from the fact that like. She got scared by a bee yeah, and sent her parents to a different dimension and then sucked herself in and has been on the run with the who knows who for how long. Like, that's the only really character we got from her. She seemed and like And it's a, kind of disappointing. It was, she was a plot device. That's how they got across to different multiverses. And she just showed up. She's just there. It's a day sex, day sex machina, machina baby. <laughs> Let's go. Yo, new sticker drop that says Deus Ex Machina. <laughs> Chekhov's Deus Ex Machina? Dog. Listen, gang. If our if our stickers do good, we'll make a Deus hey, Ex Machina. I'm just saying, I just think it's hilarious how like we were like, hey, support the podcast, buy the stickers, yeah. Martin Scorsese's an idiot. <laughs> Like, no, we not, gotta get the we gotta get the hate buys not, from uh, the film bros. Yeah, you're not a who are like, how dare you insult my god, Martin Scorsese, our Lord Savior. So, um, yeah, Multiverse of Madness is which I feel bad trashing it because I did have a good time in the theater. Like it's it's I had an okay. Time it's an enjoyable. The um, it's an enjoyable film. If you can turn off your brain. And I don't, I don't know. I've kind of, I've kind of exhausted every opinion I've had on this movie just cause like, it's the only thing anyone's talked about for the last week. So it's just like every Twitter take and TikTok take I've seen has just like, got, it's just exhausted me at this point. <laughs> so. Uh, where are we going to put Doctor Strange on the tier list? We can just tran- right like, we can, the uh, transition right into the tier list. I say B or C tier. So... Uh, Doctor Strange, unfortunately, is not on um, this. I'm oh. going to use Moon Knight as my placeholder Doctor, uh, Strange. Doctor Strange card. Because we neither of us have seen Moon Knight, so therefore we can't Yeah, rate I'm sorry, it. guys. Um... I say it's a solid. Mm. I'm gonna say it's solid C tier. Really? It's not the worst of the Marvel movies by no stretch, but it's, it's nowhere good. near any of like the good mid. I will. Res- I will respect C. I respect right. C. So Doctor Strange goes in C tier. Now let's start from the beginning of Phase mm-hmm. Four. WandaVision S tier. <laughs> no arguments here. Yeah. No arguments on. here. WandaVision S tier. Yeah. I've, I've gonna, seen it all no the way through like twice. It's incredible. I've if you've listened to the show for any amount of time, you know WandaVision is like I could talk about WandaVision for hours. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Correct. Falcon and Winter uh, Soldier. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. C tier. C no. It, it's about the same if as you're gonna, Doctor Strange for if me. If Falcon and Winter Soldier is C, then Multiverse of Madness is B. Falcon and Winter Soldier needs to be way below Multiverse of Madness. In my opinion. I don't know. I feel like... Mm, okay, so do you want to move Doctor Strange up to B? Yeah. And then Falcon in C? Yeah, I'm, I'm okay, okay with, with that. that. I'm okay with that. Loki? S. <laughs> S tier. 
I think Loki is the best series we've had so far. Like, oh, I so agree. A year it is ago, my favorite. A year ago, I would have told you that like, want, like I would have been like so loyal to WandaVision. Like, let like nothing can top WandaVision for me. And then I was like kind of kidding myself when Loki came out because I was like WandaVision for life. And now looking back, I'm like, dude, Loki's better. Like, <laughs> I and he he is a slight short side tangent i feel like marvel is at a point where you watch what you want to watch because i'm at the point where like yeah i'm excited for thor i'm interested to see what they're doing with black panther and i don't really know what they're doing else for shows this year yeah um well i know they're doing miss marvel but i don't know what outside of that but then they announced loki season two starts filming this summer and i'm like as someone who knows how long a production takes I'm sitting here counting down the days till when we could see Loki yeah. again, which is probably going to be next summer, honestly. Um, but like, count down the days of Loki season two, man. So excited for that. I think the soundtrack I love Loki. alone to Loki is just. I want to watch it all the way through again. Also, I don't know if this is a hot take Me or too. not. Loki is maybe the most well directed because WandaVision was well-directed in the sense of, like, they managed to pull off a different look of the show each episode. But also, you have to remember, like, those last two episodes went to what every Marvel movie has looked like for the last decade. So that was a little disappointing that they lost, like, their creative direction in that finale. That's what I thought. Where Loki was different. It was its own style from beginning to end, which I really enjoyed. Uh Uh-huh. That's my that's my that's my soapbox. All right, Black Widow. Black Widow. B. Yeah, I could go with B. It wasn't good, but it wasn't terrible. It was a pretty okay I think movie. The opening alone was enough to keep it out of C. <laughs> like that. It. It just kind of like. It, it feels weird because you're making a movie on a character who is now dead solely for the purpose of introducing her sister so that via a post-credit scene she could be teased to go after Hawkeye so that in Hawkeye she could show up. That is the whole purpose of that movie. Yeah. And So it kind of feels like an unnecessary movie and it, when you could have just given a little flashback in Hawkeye. It delayed so many times. It released way too that late. no one cared about it. No one cared. It was really sad. And I think... I think if it came out originally in um, May of 2020, mm-hmm. like it was supposed to, and you get pushed a whole year, I think the whole like end credit scene with Yelena um, getting teased to go after Hawkeye would have hit. Would have hit so much a lot different because we wouldn't have known anything about Hawkeye yet. Yeah, at that point, we would have known it was coming, but we wouldn't have known anything about and it. I think... Whereas you drop it in July of last year. And there was a Hawkeye trailer two months later. And it's like, boom, oh, here's Hawkeye. There's like, oh, well, we're not waiting long to, you know, like, it yeah. wasn't like, it, you didn't have to wait. I think there was, a, like, immediate wish for film. Disney should have loosened the purse strings on Black Widow a little bit. Like, it, it could have gone to streaming. Who cares? <laughs> like, Actually, no, it couldn't because they put it on streaming and got in trouble <laughs> with Scarlet That's Man. true. That's true. Dang, I forgot about that. Although maybe I, if it wasn't a split release, they could have renegotiated that contract. I forgot about that. To to do streaming. So what if another B tier show? 
B. It had some good episodes, had some bad episodes. Can I? Can I? Can I say something that'll get me murdered on the internet? It's too late. I'm already dead. I can put what if in C. I, I pissed off the film first. It's over <laughs> for me. You're dead. I can put what if in I'm C. I'm dead. I'm my career is dead before it even started. I dissed their Lord and Savior Martin. So there's like, three episodes of What If that I liked: Captain Carter, Doctor Strange, and um, Ultron. Those are the only three same. episodes I liked. And I'm going to go back to an analogy I've used for years. If I make a sandwich and I oh, hate every bite but three bites, I'm not going to say it's a good sandwich. I'm going to say it was a sandwich with a couple good bites. What if is not a good show to me? So... Fair. I'll agree. I'll go see too. See, Sorry, guys. I know y'all like what if, but I just don't get it. I don't get it. All right. Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. I say it's an A tier. I think that's an A tier movie. Just because, like, it, like it, it's not S tier, but it's better than, way better than B tier. So, like, yeah, it, it was something different. And I, I really enjoyed that, even though I had to see it at the crappy theater. That's proud. I think that's why I like Shang-Chi mm-hmm. so much, is because it was different. Yeah. It was a very different Marvel movie. And... You know, it was different, but it was also somewhat formulaic. And I think Marvel needs to lean into that. Because with Doctor Strange, they're like, oh, it's going to be a horror movie. No, it wasn't. It was not a horror movie. In no aspect of the word was it a horror movie. There were some scary moments. There were some jump scares, and there were some horror aspects, but it was not a horror movie. putting a couple jump scares in your movie doesn't make it a horror movie. I don't know how to tell... It's the Five Nights at Freddy's movie. I hate to tell you this, but... So yeah, Shang-Chi was really good, even though I had to see it in the crappy theater. Um, and I ordered, like, a small drink. Assume, you know how when you go to the movie theater and you're, like, a small drink, and then they, like, pull out the biggest drink you've ever seen? Well, at this theater, yeah. I had one of those plastic water cups. They were like, here's your small drink. That'll be $4. Thanks, guys. You didn't pay for that, right? No, I did. I don't know if it was... I don't think it was $4, but it was it was embarrassing. No, um, Jackson, you can't pay for that. But there's also a good good night cuz after we saw Shang-Chi, we all went and watched Only Murders in the Building. Great show. Good night. Oh, I've been watching good that memories. by the way. I forgot to mention I've been watching uh, Only Murderers and Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Uh Hey, so there that's you go. exciting. Hey, Only Murders Pod. Right before Soon. season 2. Mm-hmm. Huh? Huh? We huh? start our own huh? true crime podcast. Let's go. <laughs> Can we start a f- the crime fake of crime podcast? The, the crime of not liking Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> I think we should start a false crime podcast where it's all fictional. <laughs> we make it up. Someone killed my Lego Doctor Strange. Who was it? Who was it? Wanda? <gasps> Wanda? <gasps> so next is Eternals. What do you think? D tier. Not no. Did you say D tier? D tier. It is the single worst movie to come out of this entire phase. I, I would agree. watch No Way Home again before I would watch Eternals. Oh, of course. Of course you would. It's a great movie. That should say a lot. So I think Eternals... not even going to argue with you. Can I be honest? I'll put D tier in C or B. I really didn't mind Eternals. I didn't... Nope. I'll put it in D just because, like... It's the masses' opinion of, like, if you like Eternals, you're stupid. But 
I didn't not I didn't really, really care. It's not the masses opinion, it's the masses fact. Okay. I just There's a difference. I I liked Eternals in the sense of like, eh, I saw it and I enjoyed it. Like it was it was a theater experience. And then Harry It was a It was a theater, theater experience. experience. And then Harry Styles, come on. <laughs> I hope they never right. do anything with Eternals again, though. <laughs> We're down to the last two. So Hawkeye. Hawkeye and No Way Home. I give Hawkeye a solid A tier, and let me explain why. Since you haven't... Well, I'm going to rate it so, A tier. You haven't seen I it. I watched the first enough episode. To, to, uh, to be able to deny me. The main so thing it doesn't matter. I got out of Hawkeye was the first episode had a lot of editing inconsistencies, and that surprised me for Marvel. That... Is something that is resolved after episode okay, two. Uh, I'm assuming they fired their editor <laughs> at some point. Um, but Hawkeye, for me, aside from the obvious that Haley Steinfeld is like... Good casting choice. Amazing. Good casting choice. My number two celebrity crush behind Elizabeth Olsen. Um, putting that aside, Hawkeye as a show was nice because it... It slows down from, it, it it breaks away from that multiverse of, oh, well, we have to, you know, include this multiverse thing and this multiverse thing and that multiverse thing. And it was just a chill show about Hawkeye and Kate Bishop fighting some street crime. And that was cool because it was a great primer to No Way Home. Yeah. And, well, I don't know. It came out. No Way Home came out kind of middle mm-hmm. of Hawkeye airing. No, it was November. Uh, so, yeah, because Hawkeye started it, uh, around Thanksgiving. Yeah. And then aired till about Christmas. I think, um, <clears throat> I think, would you say Hawkeye knew what it was from the beginning? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Hawkeye and I really okay. hope we get a season two. I can't, I can't. Because Kate Bishop dispute. would be underutilized character. I can't dispute because I... Only saw the first episode, but it was released. Spider Man No Way Home. D-tier. So here's my. So here's here's the thing. We agreed at the beginning. We said we're going to not rank Moon Knight because neither of us saw it, and we're going to disagree on No Way Home because I knew we would just start another fight, and I don't need anyone else to leave this podcast because of a No Way Home hot take. All right, so. My personal ranking for No Way Home is S tier. No Way Home will is an S tier movie. And I need I need your honest don't don't be dramatic, just like your honest opinion for No Way Home. B tier. Really? I put it in the same vein as Doctor Strange. Not even A. Because it is it is really gatekeepy. Yeah, that's true. And I don't like that. I don't like how much you how much it relies on your prior knowledge of Andrew Garfield and Spider Man, like or Andrew Garfield Toby and Tobey Maguire, to understand the the multi like the other Spider Man coming in. Also, something that didn't bother me until someone mentioned it is when the other two Spider Men show up. There is an audible pause so you can applaud for people to applause for people to applaud and cheer and yell and all that and it's so blatantly obvious when you're not in the theater but when you 
like when you're in the theater in that environment, you're like, oh my god, yeah, let's yeah. go, let's go, let's go. And when you're not in that environment watching the clip again, it's like, ooh, this is an awkward pause yeah. for something that's not happening right now. This is another. Um, this is another instance of. I see the problems of No Way Home, but I respect respect it for what it is. I respect it that they legitimately they did that. They brought the other Spider Man in. That's crazy. I respect that, even though there's like a lot of there's some story issues. There's some bad lighting in the movie. I don't care. I respect it for what it was, and I think it was really cool that they brought them in, even if it's not mm-hmm. the peak cinema of even. Even in vain of what Marvel has done, because I think I think saying No Way Home is the best thing Marvel has done isn't true. I think you're for I think you're getting caught up in your nostalgia for these other Spider Men and forget how incredible it was when you watched Infinity War and how incredible it was when you right. watched Endgame. Because those are you're forgetting those two. Those are massive unarguably movies. much bigger movies than No Way Home. Come on. You like I feel like you can't really make a case for No Way Home is bigger than Endgame because it's freaking Endgame. So right. I think I think No Way Home is a really good movie. I said this, but it's getting out of hand. Like we need like guys, calm down. It's not the greatest movie ever made, but I think it's a good movie. <laughs> and I think that's no, where a lot of your I, frustration is coming from. Where, like, you just hate A lot gate, of my frustration came from the people. fact that I think I would have enjoyed it more if I didn't know everything about it going into the movie. Yeah. Between the Twitter mob, which everyone's like, well, you could have been off Twitter. Like, no, I couldn't. I do all kinds of other stuff on Twitter. Yeah. I muted I muted Spider-Man, Spider-Man No Way Home, No Way Home, Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, Tom Holland, Spider-Man. Like, I muted all the words, but still somehow ended up getting spoiled about them being in the movie. Yeah. That's how bad it was. Yeah. That's how bad... The rumor spreading was that you can ban all of this stuff. I shouldn't have to completely darken social media to avoid spoilers for a movie. People should just have common movie, decency to not post spoilers even, on the internet. For a movie that isn't out yet. <laughs> right. It's one thing to spoil Doctor Strange. Like, if you're on social media and you haven't seen Doctor Strange yet, it's kind of on it's you. It's fair game. It's fair game. It's fair game. But if the movie's not out yet, that's something completely yeah. different. So I'd like well I'd, one that's technically illegal yeah. whoever's leaking it. I'd like it's to your, it's against your NDA. I'd like to review our ranking. So D tier is Eternals. C tier we have and pending Spider-Man No Way Home. <laughs> uh, asterisk right there. <laughs> um, D tier Eternals. C tier Falcon and Winter Soldier and What If. B tier is Multiverse of Madness and Black Widow. And, and Spider-Man, and Spider-Man on my list. home asterisk right there for the Nerds podcast as a brand does not agree with um, whatever <laughs> disclaimer you want to put at the bottom of the video. In A tier, we have Shang-Chi and Hawkeye. S tier, WandaVision, Loki, and Spider-Man No Way Home asterisk. <laughs> so asterisk, we have differing opinions <laughs> on this movie. <laughs> there's, there's our phase four ranking. If you agree then congratulations if you don't agree then keep it to yourself so thank you for this. Uh, the dms are open instagram.com forward slash nerdies podcast <laughs> fight you can fight me in the dms if i will anyone fight you needs on to contact no me my phone number is 911 so <laughs> my phone number is actually 123 456 7890 wow what's that thank that? you for calling what's that area code dude like wow <laughs> 123 
It's an area code of nobody asked. <laughs> Whoa, yo, got him. <laughs> oh, I've been served. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I think that's our show for today. Man. Uh, we're going to go ahead and reel it in. Uh, as always, as, well, not as always, yeah. but as, as we said earlier, you can go check out the stickers. Link in the description. Mm-hmm. We'd really appreciate it if you would buy some stickers, support the podcast. We'd really appreciate it because we'd love to make this show better for everyone watching. But if you don't have, you know, the extra money lying around, that's fine too. Um, we will appreciate word of mouth, word of mouth sharing. If you want to, you know, that's a great way to also help us grow. If you don't have, sorry, I kind of, you stole my, I was trying to brainstorm mind. how I was going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, cause we have our like ending bit. Do you want me to do, you want me out, to do it? But I'm going to go for it. I'm okay. actively changing it in my a, head. Let me take a crack at it. Uh, okay, here, you, we have, you go, you go. We have stickers in the description if you have a couple dollars lying around. It'd be really great. It's a great way to support our podcast. And like we said earlier, support Hannah, who's just an incredible person, is doing a great thing with her sticker store. You can look at her other products, too. Um, but if you don't have that money lying around, hey, that's okay. Um, there's other ways you can support the show, like following on Instagram and rating five stars on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And word of mouth is the best way for us to grow. So if you have a friend, family member, distant cousin father you know whoever who you think would like the show send it to them tell them about it tell your friends that really is the best way for us to grow and hopefully in the future we can do more cool things like more stickers or maybe someday t-shirts but like for now we're doing stickers and i really hope you enjoy them i'm really excited about them yeah tag us on instagram if you buy some show them show us what you're doing with them stick them in your car on your water bottle your laptop you know whatever you want to do so we'll share our favorites so there you go yeah and with that being said, thank you for listening today. If you want to stay up to date with the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at The Nerdiest Podcast. And if you have feedback or a question you want to submit, you can do so through the Contact Us page on our website. Or you can check the description of the Spotify episode. There should be a poll or question of the week down there. So, again, thank you for listening. And uh, we hope to see you in the next episode. Peace. Out. Bye-bye.